Is he... Is he dead? The paramedic said he's in a lot of pain. Lost a lot of blood, but no. Still alive. What are you crying in the chapel for? This is our fault, Edward. How? How is it our fault? Bought it on himself, if you ask me. Well, I didn't ask. It's our fault. He might die. He might not. In fact, he won't. It's still under your fingernails. Blood. You know the worst part was the eyes. They've rolled around in the sockets like gobstoppers. And I've never seen the headmaster look so furious. Anthony, it, it won't be that bad. Oh, that's easy for royalty to say. Come on, you know it's true. This is my one shot. My family always said Harrow would give me the best opportunity in life. The easiest ride of it. And now it's... Tony, this isn't the end. I know it's bad now, but it's not the end of your future or anything. Like I said, easy for royalty. Minor royalty. I'm 27th in line, barely in the firm, but... My point is, they won't let me get hurt. We already have about three scandals a week, we don't need another. So you get off scot-free? No, no, no. They'll need someone to blame. If we ask nicely, it won't be you. After everything you've done for me, you think I'll just throw you away? I won't have to kneel, will I? Maybe, why? I've got psoriasis on my knees. Wear knee pads. I... I, I don't know what to say. Begins with thank and ends in you. Yeah, what you said. Seriously though, thanks. We'll always be good, right? Right. Don't worry about him. He'll be fine. Let's get the blood off us and uh, beg for our futures. Your seat's this one. It's great to have you in the studio, Your Majesty. Thanks. Uh, most people call me Edward. That's not very royal. Is there anything else? I'm Richard. I'm the tech for Boathouse Radio Studios, so I'm chuffed to answer any questions. We'll live stream the recording. My phone will be filming the whole interview. Don't move the mic or pop shield. Ignore that on-air sign. We can't get the light to turn off. We're not live on the radio yet. Oh, and don't shake the table. How's the cleaner been in at all? <laughs> it was clean this morning, especially for you. Your Majesty. Please stop calling me that. I'm going to go to my booth. Behind that glass, Your Highness. Hang on. Um, hope it's not too personal, but what's up with your face? I mean, I've never seen scars like that. I mean, not to be rude or anything, but you you look like you've been in the microwave without piercing the film. Edward! Anthony, it's been a decade. I'm... I'm gonna go. 
Thanks for agreeing to be interviewed. Can't believe we got you. It's actually Tony now, if you don't mind. What? Anthony Mac? That that was a great name. Tony Mac? That that sounds like a radio DJ. <laughs> Sorry, uh saying the wrong thing again. Uh, of course you're a radio DJ. Um if it's okay with you, could we rehearse the questions for the interview? My office sent you the PDF. In the last 12 months, you've gone from being a fringe member of the royal family, 32nd in line as of this year, to one of the most written about public figures in published media. How do you explain that? Oh, come on now, let's get this right. Well, I've just dived headfirst into my charity work? Yeah, that's right. The family always encourages its members to get stuck in, a man of my privilege should use it constructively, I got involved straight after Harrow, and if the media's interest increased, that's just a side effect. Heartfelt. Isn't it? I always believe in looking out for the little guy, it's always the underdog that changes the world. Right, and that's gonna be your response, is it? Yeah, why? No reason. Uh, What would you say to those that have accused you of using this media attention to gain more popularity. I'd say I'm flattered by the public's enthusiastic reception, but I am no social media mastermind. Are they all like this? What do you mean? My private secretary wrote them especially to appeal to the common man. Jesus. You have a private secretary now. Yes, they are uh, normally reserved for senior members, but my growing profile demands I have one. And a chef, a driver, a doorman, a new flat, penthouse overlooking the Thames, and a team of lawyers. Between you and me, I, I'm sort of hoping this interview will land me a bodyguard. <laughs> what? So what they're saying about you is true, then? That you're just doing all these things for attention? Considering your charity work is just visiting whatever poor sods are the victims of the sap story of the week, and then shaking their hands, it's not like you even do anything for them. I do a lot. For these people, whatever crisis they are going through, it is the worst thing that'll ever happen to them. My work, yes, it is work, makes them feel seen. It gives them hope. That is what I do. Bit more important than a radio DJ. Even if you do feel that way. You don't have to enjoy your reward so much. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. What else is the point of a reward? I... I don't ask for them. The palace assigned them to me. The pa... Of course. That's what this is all about. Ever since Harrow, you've always complained about not being a real royal. Don't be ridiculous. So this, all this, your interviews, your charity work... Your god-awful vlogging, all that, it's so you can be a real little royal, ain't it? We are off the record here, aren't we? We've still got some time before we start broadcasting. Yep, you can speak your mind. <laughs> oh, you've no idea how much of my life has been hearing the opposite. My whole life was predetermined for me. The monarchy has had so many scandals, we can't afford another loose cannon. I was told, not asked, that my life would be in service to others. 
my religion, my career, my passions are all predetermined and predestined. The media still treat us like laughingstock, wastes of space. So, in return for my service, that's mocked, looked over, and ignored. Don't you think I'm entitled to whatever I want? For a life that's not truly mine, isn't it a proportionate consolation? All I ever wanted was to be normal. Normal? Normal? You don't understand the concept. I'm closer to the common man, as you put it, than you'll ever be. Because I wasn't born with a bloody share in the crown jewels. I actually had to do stuff to get here. I worked as an assistant to two people before I was even let anywhere near a mic. I beat other presenters to host this radio station because I worked to ensure I would. You may have had everything chosen for you, but here's a message from the world of people who actually have free will. You make your own choices, and it still sucks. Because our whole lives are spent trying to earn a fraction of what you have. Well, it looks like freedom to me. Well, what you have looks like freedom to me. I'll listen to you. The self-made man. That is, if self-made men are from upper-class families from the Midlands. Meaning you only sound like you were born in a mine. Do you think your listeners would relate to your stupid celeb interviews and football commentary if they knew how far removed from their lives you actually are? Yeah, well... Thanks to you, I know all about what it's like to be at a disadvantage. Oh, here it is! Here it is! I wondered how long this would be until this came up! Oh, how I knew you would be able to bloody resist bringing this to us. It's in the past! My past is dead! Dead and gone! Well, I did! Well, we both did! Sodding animals. The pair of them. How long have we got until we start broadcasting? Oh, 20 minutes. Blimey, okay, this is going to drag. Okay, if we talk about it now, can it never come up again? Right, um... Where do you want to start? You said that I'd be protected. That the palace would ensure my attendance. Oh, it didn't work out. What do you want me to say? We had to have a scapegoat, and it couldn't have been me. I didn't want it to be you, but if it's a choice between you and me... That came out wrong. I think it came out just right. Exactly as you meant it. I mean, not to get deep or anything. Of course not. But I really, I mean really, thought we meant more to each other than this. My first day... I got told the pound shop prince himself was going here. I saw you have notes put on your bag. Kids chucking pencils at your head. Firecrackers put in your shoes. And the whole time, I just thought... It's a bit harsh. <laughs> I stood up for you. I was your friend. I was all you had. We were all the other had. Defending me marked you. You were never able to make another friend. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Anyway, we had a fair share of bullies, but who's the big one? Fat Fitz. Stop being difficult. 
Fine. Richie. Richie Robertson. Do you really want to talk about this? Do you remember that time he put a little plastic crown in your ice pond? Nearly choked to death. He put glass in my porridge. Pins in my shoes concussed me in hockey. Dead badger in my bag. Flushed my textbooks down the toilet. Told the whole school I had a bit of bone down there. Over those years, it was crushing. He deserved what happened. I don't think anyone deserves that. No. Maybe not. But it happened. And agonising over my bad decisions we made years ago isn't going to change that. We live. We move on. There are no other choices. There are nothing but choices. And I choose to discuss it with the only other person in the world who can possibly understand. So just help me then. Like you say, we move on. Fine. We were brutally, miserably bullied. The faculty wouldn't listen. Being humiliated and laughed at is virtually a rite of passage in my family, so no help there. We did what we had to. We took action. You assaulted him. I think you mean we- No, 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 no. You did. We hid in the sports cupboard. We jumped out and shocked him when he went into smoke. We pushed him against the wall. And when he started fighting, we fought back. Exactly, we! And then you took it too far. I- Look, I did, yes, I took it too far because of how angry I was with him, you know? It was the- first time in my life I'd ever felt truly alive. It was revenge. It was fantastic and awful. All in one. I'd never do it again, but you joined in. You didn't stay on the sidelines. It wasn't me that picked up the box cutter. I didn't slash his face. That was all on you. Why are you lying? You know I know what happened. Exact same question back at you. Oh, this is sick. No, really, I mean you're sick. You've rewritten history to suit yourself. Ignoring all your ugly bits. You said I'd be fine. I'd keep my place at Harrow. That my future would be secure and we'd always be fine. You host your own show! You have freedom! You have a life! Why is this such a big deal for you? It barely affected you at all. I asked them not to pin it on you. They didn't listen. It was out of my control. Out of your... Out of your control? You are a member of the royal family, yes? Fringe or centre, you must wield some bloody power. I'm not mad because I lost out on the best education, contacts and associations that this country has to offer. Though Christ knows I could be. I'm mad because your family did nothing to help Richie. The boy you were... Don't you dare tell me it was both of us. Assaulted and left with life-changing injuries. I'm mad because my friend was complicit in my punishment that I did not deserve. And finally, I am fucking livid that this gross act of nepotism ensured you succeeded in life. The public should have found out what you did. You did. You'd never been allowed to succeed. You'd be as miserable as... As I feel. I mean, I mean. And you deserve that to happen to you. 
Incredible. That's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Meryl Streep is bawling her eyes out. Never before have I seen someone lie with such conviction. But it is that. A lie. Because you and I both know we did it together. You're wrong. Oh, whatever. And as far as the public finding out, it happened years ago. I've done so much, lived my life, and doesn't the good I've done count for something? One mistake I made when I was a teenager isn't going to change that. I've moved on. You can too, or you can stay like this, a seething, stinking mess. Did this help? Did you get it all out of your system? There's nothing you can do. The palace will always protect me. What? What is it? What? <laughs> Look over there. The on-air sign? What about it? Notice anything different? The light's got... Wait. No, wait. Your tech said you couldn't get it to switch off. We started just before you came in. It was my idea. Say it was a rehearsal and then get you on the topic you'd never admit publicly. I reckon that by transmitting this little rehearsal, I might crack the biggest story of the year. All thanks to you, mate. You can't do this. Already done. I, w I won't let you. I'll prevent it from transmitting. No take backs. I'll make a public statement. Who'd believe you? I'll deny everything. How? You've confessed live. No way out of this one. No shortcuts, no back doors, no old lady in a crown coming to save you. You are done. You'll be as miserable as I was. And you'll never be a real royal. I'll sue you. I'll shut this place down. I'll send you packing. You'll be living under a bridge until one day, unaffected by today, I'll turn up. A real royal. And maybe, just maybe, I'll let you shake my hand. Both you and Quasimodo in the booth are out. <laughs> What's wrong with him anyway? Why does he look like the back end of a bus? It's like his face was carved from boiled ham. You know, among other things, arrogant, nepotistic, and out of touch, you're also bone-dead stupid. What? Must be hard in your job. You see so many faces. I would have thought mine would have stood out to you, though. You're right. Not about the boiled ham part, but about the carving. You carved it. Richie? Richie Robertson? <laughs> Hello, Ed. I'm glad you noticed the glass I put in your porridge. This was so much more fun. I think it's fair to say the public will be on our side. So you can forget about lawsuits? Your palace can't risk another scandal. Do you think it would survive this one? <laughs> Actually, forget the palace. Do you think you'll survive this one? Britain. We're a nasty bunch, really. Be it burning, beheading, or a public shaming. We come out in our droves to watch. I, no, you... It's not... I won't be... I, I'm sorry. We don't stock any paper bags in here, mate. I reached out to him. He'd always done the tech at our school plays, and I did a mixer. He fitted the bill just right. Sort of my way of saying sorry, right? Uh, well, anyway, one day you're on the telly, giving it all that, the Hollywood and Mal Saviour routine, and well, this just sort of happened. 
I'll get you for this. Mmm, you won't. Right, well, that's a job well done. Get out of our studio, your majesty. I'm sure your press tour will be busier than ever. <sighs> See you down the pub in ten, Richard. Um, actually... No. No, I don't think so. What do you mean? We're not leaving here until you do what we agreed. We've done what we agreed. You said we would take down the pound shop prince. You said we would stop someone from succeeding who didn't deserve it. And you said those who hurt me would be held accountable. Yes, yes and yes. What's the problem? You didn't hold yourself accountable. I didn't do anything. (laughs) You liar. Eddie might have started it, but once the damage was done, you took your turn. You took the box cutter from him and... Yes, yes, okay, I did, I'm sorry. I couldn't have said anything on the air. Would have made you look bad. You'd have lost your job, become unemployable. Well, welcome to the club. Oh, I've more than made up for it, haven't I? Christ, you've got a full public shaming. He'll never work again. Do you want that for me? No. Just come clean. Do it with humility. People will be mad, but they'll forget. Eventually. They'll tear me to pieces. I can't lose this place. I... I won't. I won't. Just come clean. No, I won't. I've served my punishment. I felt awful for what I did to you for years. I paid for all those years of therapy to work through what I did. I've reached out to you, offered you revenge. I served my time. Let me out. No! You don't get it, do you? No matter what punishment you suffered through, I've dealt with the worst. No one will date me. Most employers end an interview with me five minutes in. I'm stared at in the street. I have children laughing outside my house because they found the house of the freak. You don't get to decide your punishment. And you certainly don't get to set the terms. Um, if this is between you two, can can I go? Oh, I don't think so, your majesty. I want compensation. When we go live after Tony's little apology, you're going to go on the air and state that in compensation for what one of its members did, the palace will award £50,000 to Richard Robertson by way of an apology. You're mental. Do you think we can just rustle that up? (laughs) I'd say it'll barely touch the sides. I'm not doing this. Yeah, I'm off too. No, you're not going anywhere. A box cutter. Seemed appropriate. Now, we're all clear on what we have to do. Good. I still say you'll get arrested. When all of this is over... When we get out of here and say how you threatened us. Is that supposed to scare me? Thanks to you two, I've been arrested five times. Just for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And looking the way I do. At any rate, I won't be. Because the public would never allow it. They love an underdog. Because of you, they'll love me. Do you remember hockey, Edward? What? Hockey. At Harrow. We were on the same team. shut up. Remember Coach Hawkins? Uh, The smoker with the varicose veins who always yelled at us to stop running like pussies. That's the one. Remember that tactic he taught us? Stop it. 
when there's two in front of you and the player in front has the puck. Pinch the maneuver. And go for the shins! Stay down! Give it back! I've got the box cutter! I said give it! Give it! Why does this always happen to me? Nice moves! Not so bad yourself. That's what we're gonna do with you, eh? No! No, don't you dare! Hey, we're not kids anymore. I would never do that again. Not after all the pain it's caused. Glad to hear it. You're not going to let him get away with this, are you? What? You go down flaming whilst he gets off scot-free? Of course not! I'm going to sue for everything this crummy little studio is worth. Oh, not this again. We've been over this. As if any lawyer is going to side with you. As for you, Richie, I told you. I suffered enough. I'll make a report to the police in the morning. You won't mind if I don't visit <sighs> the prison, will you? Ow! And thanks for the idea as well, mate. What do you think, Edward? Will I be able to wrangle a few quid out of what your family did to me? You're just as guilty as I am. Was. Am. No one's ever gonna know, are they? Who'd ever believe either of you? Now I know what it's like to be you, Edward. It feels good to win. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> What's so funny this time? <laughs> oh, I reckon we're all going down together. <laughs> One way or another. What do you mean? I told you. <laughs> right when you came in. What's on my desk in that editing suite? Oh, it's your phone on a... We'll live stream the recording. My phone will be filming the whole interview. You didn't. I did. Stop it recording. It's going out live. You can't have. I have. I'll sue. What lawyer is going to side with you? Get his key. Get his key. Turn it off. Turn it off. I think I've got the sweat. You have been listening to Dead Air by Johnny Finn. Edward Phillips was played by Patrick Parker, Tony Mack, Gabriel Campbell, Richard, Dexter Cousins. Music sourced from Upbeat.io. No tracks are the property of any credited member of Dead Air. Sound effects from freesfx.co.uk. Cover art by David Burgess. Story concept from Gabriel Campbell.